What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and we're coming to your earballs today because we are talking one very important topic, and that topic is fantasy football. Michelle, how stoked are you, and what the hell are we talking about today because I am all revved up about it. I mean, we've talked so much about football, we've talked about trades, we've talked about off-season moves, but you know what? It's time to talk about fantasy implications. But before we get into all the player positional breakdowns, the rankings, all that good stuff, we wanted to throw it back and remind everybody the fantasy football basics. So listen in, learn, learn what everything stands for, and get pumped up and ready for your fantasy drafts. Yes, this week is Fantasy 101, and we are re-airing something from the past because we kind of hit the nail on the head last time we did this, Michelle. So stay tuned, as Michelle said, and we're going to re-air a Fantasy 101 from a previous season. So uh, enjoy it. Topic number two for the week. Yes. And apologies if it feels like we're beating a dead horse, but I promise we won't only talk about fantasy football forever. As I but said, Mich- Michelle might. Michelle might, because as we've all stated, Michelle is very competitive and loves fantasy football. My friends make fun of me because I put the most effort in and lose the most. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of effort, too yeah. much effort. But it's fine. It's fun. But I like that you you give it its fair shot. You gotta try. Yeah. What's the point of doing it if you're not going to set your lineup? I, I know. I hate people like that. Well, you do have a fair amount to teach me about fantasy because while I do my best, I would say we're opposites in that way, although we're both Capricorns and we are both... We have a lot of similarities. A little bit uh, retentive when it comes to our habits, but I could learn a thing or two about your, your fantasy lineups. Perfect. And- then our next topic is Fantasy Terms 101. Okay, that sounds extremely helpful. It's super helpful. Um, there's a lot of acronyms. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of buzzwords. I mean, are you going to tell everyone about Stardom Sidum? Because I did not know what that was until last week. Which is semi-scary, considering <laughs> you're very much into football and fantasy. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about Stardom Sidum. We're going to talk about all the little words that come up in Stardom Sidum. But like, Stardom Sidum is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Who should you play? Who should you sit? And why? And like, CBS does it. Uh, ESPN does it. Yeah, I've been reading NFL it NFL does it. Mm-hmm. Roto World does it. Like, everybody does it. Right. A lot of consistencies, usually. But also, you know, you get some interesting info in there. Yeah. The whole fantasy thing and all of this is so intriguing to me because... No one knows. I know. No one has a freaking fantasy crystal ball. I know. I wish that existed, but like it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, we'd be a hell of a lot richer if it did. Exactly. So it's all speculation. As we said earlier, your number one draft pick got hurt in two minutes. I know. No one saw that coming. No crystal ball for fantasy. No crystal ball for fantasy. So take all of this with a grain of salt. Know the acronyms. Know the words. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's going to get you a win. But go read Stardom Sidum because, you know, it's just a fun thing to do on Thursdays anyway. Yeah. And so so we know what we're actually doing when we're reading Stardom Sidum. Exactly. Can there's you, no there's no point in reading it if you don't know what any of the terms mean. So 
can you run us through you have uh, you have 10 have terms 10. written down here i think we have 10 we have a nice little we have our laptops pulled up here and we're we have like a nice little prep document to to get us through this episode speaking of being you know a little retentive about things yeah so you have thing you have 10 things that are in alphabetical order <laughs> yes yes they are thank you for calling attention to that appreciate you Great. that you're gonna run us through so can you can you teach me some things? I'm going to teach you some things. Okay. I'm going to teach you some I'm things. I'm ready to be taught. So one of the first things we have in here, yes, going in alphabetical order, is ADP. And this is like a little bit, you know, this is normally more helpful pre-draft than it is now that we're already in week three. Okay. But still, we're just, you know, we're 101 in here. So it's good to know. Okay. Because I thought ADP was like the payroll company. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do. And I'm glad that ADP, the payroll company, exists or else... I wouldn't get paid. Yeah, free endorsement. Shouts to ADP. Yeah, We're you can sponsor us if you want. Happy to be sponsored by you. What up? But ADP for fantasy. Average draft position. Okay. So again, this is super helpful pre-fantasy draft, right? Because really what's happening here is they're taking like an aggregate of all the different fantasy leagues that are going on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because it's all over the place, right? There's there's DraftKings. There's Yahoo. There's I can't even name how many there are now because yeah. fantasy is the biggest fantasy, thing. Yeah. It's everywhere, right? So what they're actually doing is they're giving you the average spot in the draft where the player is being drafted. Okay. Which is super interesting because that's like a crowdsourcing thing, right? That's mm-hmm. like how people are looking at what's going to happen in the season. And then when they have their fantasy draft, you're getting a look at where those players are going. So... I'm spitting this back to you to make sure I'm getting it. Please. You take every player in the draft that yep. could possibly be drafted in in fantasy. Correct. And aggregate their average projected draft number. No, it's not their projected draft m- number. It's oh. actually based on once fantasy drafts start happening. Oh. Oh. So, so they, just they, actually, they actually update in live time. So... If your fantasy draft happens, you know, earlier, like there's there's speculation on where they they could go and then they continue oh. to average it based on how how drafts are going. Okay, so how does ADP help you for for your fantasy team? I think it just shows you sort of like what people are anticipating from a particular player mm-hmm. in the season and then giving you at least just like kind of a, a gauge of how early or how late should you draft that player. Okay. You know, so you may love Taylor. Taylor Luan. But, you know. My what dad. If, what if his ADP is really low? You might want to wait on that for a little while. I mean, what if he gets suspended or for four games? <laughs> his ADP is probably. Hypothetically bad. speaking. <laughs> All right. So that's ADP. Again, that's, that's okay. a little bit more helpful kind of, you know, at the, uh, at the beginning of the season. We're yeah. past that. But you know what? There's more seasons to come in okay. the future. But it can help you if right now you're trying to pluck someone off the waivers. There you or go. We'll get to waivers at the end because, you know, that's a, that's a W. Zoom. That's a W, and we're at A. But we're going to transition into B okay. with bust. Okay. So this kind of goes back to our stardom situm. Great if you read this stuff. Stardom situm, very clean and obvious. Play me, don't play me. But there's also things like busts and sleepers. Yeah, because I texted you the other day after Fact. you said, Kate, why don't you read stardom situm? <laughs> but you, you're What's a quick your learner. Problem? You were in there. You were in there the next day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's background research for the pot, you know? But... I was looking at busts and what did you I, think? What, what did you think? What was, what was going through your head? Uh, I have Did you think read... it was positive? Uh, I thought a bust was, uh, 
either they were busting through that week. Okay. I'm serious. Oh, I, I like your seriousness. <laughs> they're either busting through okay. or they were like, I mean, it's like betting, right? So either you're all in or you're bust. Exactly. So if they're busting, they just lost everything. That all right. Week. That's a fair question. That's a fair question. It is, it is more towards the latter. They okay. are not busting through. Sadly, okay. I'm very glad you asked that question, though, or else you probably would have picked up a lot of guys that were going to suck yeah, a lot of busters. or might suck. You never know. Right. But a bust, by definition, is a player who will not live up to their expectations that week. OK, so there's tons of guys that, you know, you think are going to do great, but maybe mm-hmm. they have a bad matchup or, you know, maybe there's something else kind of going on that you don't know about that. Normally, you would think they were going to be great. But beware, because they may not live up to those expectations. Okay, so right now I'm sitting on the NFL website, and I'm looking at the two quarterback busts for this week. Who are they? We've got Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. Yep. He is bust numero uno. Okay. Uh, Our second bust is Case Keenum on the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, they're playing the, the Raiders, I think. No, they're playing the Bears this week. So the Bears have a really good defense. So that could be part of the reason why he's listed on the bus that week. Okay. And then the Vikings with Kirk Cousins, they're playing the Raiders. That's an interesting one. Very interesting. I'm a big Kirky Cousins fan. So that's interesting. No comment. Ooh, not a fan. Okay. Not, not, I just think he's a bus this week. That's all. There you go. Boom. Learns the term, uses the term. (laughs) They taught me those things in school. There you go. So next on the list, we have bye week, which, I mean, sounds pretty straightforward and simple, but Mm -hmm. it's very important to know what the bye week is and also know when your bye weeks are. Yeah, I think I'm assuming most people who are listening probably know what a bye week is i would think so i mean it's it's different in this sport than it is in many right like you know baseball they're always playing hockey they're always playing nba you know basketball they're always playing nfl each nfl team takes one week off during the 17 week nfl season and that's known as their bye week see look we're learning as we go here this is fun but a bye week is super important to remember because your team a team therefore the players on that team will not be playing that week Right. Don't ever make the mistake of leaving a player in that's on by. Well, that's like that's like a fantasy sin. Like yeah. you should just retire if you do that. Well, between that, first of all, you're leaving a ton of points on the table if yes. you're playing someone who is n- taking a bye week, aka not playing that week. Right. The other thing is when you're drafting your fantasy team, there are teams that play each other or take the same bye weeks or if you're drafting multiple players who are on the same team who all have the same bye week you can really fuck yourself yeah week seven eight nine ten those are gonna roll around you're gonna have nobody to play exactly bye weeks are very important especially if you're in a 14 person league because there's nobody to pick up exactly you're screwed exactly you are screwed always remember the bye week (laughs) here's a funny play on words here bye to you in your fantasy league if you don't know when the bye week is remember that thank you for calling that one out sometimes it's grazed over anywho speaking of a bye week speaking of a bye week i don't know why you just said that i'm not sure how that rolls into this but speaking of having a lineup that you set up to avoid your bye week uh, okay we'll get there let's go with that transition anyway uh next on the list here is the depth chart so the depth chart is the hierarchy within each nfl team at a given position for example quarterback backup quarterback third string quarterback Mm -hmm. this is really important because of injuries yes 
it's also important because you just kind of want to understand like where your particular player stacks up mm-hmm. B- because you know, every team has more than one quarterback, more than one running back, more than one ride receiver. Th- they have multiple players of each position. Yeah. It's super important to understand where that person sits. Like there are starters, but you know, especially in like a running back or wide receiver, they're really ranked in like one, two, three order. Right. And and that can a, a lot of times mean how many targets are they get, how many carries are they going to get? A little bit different for a quarterback because you kind of know QB number one is starting and they're yeah. always playing. Yes. It definitely helps you a little bit more when you understand where a running back or a tight end or a wide receiver sits. Yeah. So you can really get an idea of like how much are they going to be involved in the offense during that game. Okay. So... Your depth chart is essentially your first string, second string, third string across every position you have on the team. Exactly. Cool. So it helps you to understand how much a player is going to be involved. It's also really helpful, as we were talking about earlier with all these injuries, you know, when Drew Brees goes out, who's coming in? Well, if you look at their depth chart, it's Teddy Bridgewater. So it's just good to know that, again, plays well into waivers. It it, it helps you kind of week over week when you're deciding who should play um, because you can kind of get an idea, like I said, how much they're going to be involved in, in each, in each game. Okay. I like that. And the, then, and the, then depth. Yeah. All right. So that's depth chart. We have that. We talked about that. Great. Okay. okay. Next on the list flex. Yes. So by definition, this is a utility roster spot. Uh-huh. So let's go backward a little bit, right? Depending on what kind of fantasy league you're in, there's a typical number of players in each position that you have to start. So two wide receivers, two running backs, depends on the league, but you can fill those slots however it's the league is set up. Exactly. But many, many, if not all leagues, have a flex spot. Right. And a flex spot, I, I'm i turned off. How is this even <laughs> happening? Michelle's phone is going off right now. My fans. She's it's all my fans. She is really professional today. Really professional. It's <laughs> all my fans. Anyway, I'll start from the top on the flex. Yeah. So a flex... The next uh, yes. glossary term we have on here mm-hmm. is, by definition, a utility roster spot. So let's go backwards a little bit. Yeah. Depending on what kind of league you're in, there's a certain number of players you have to start in each position. Right. So there can be like two wide receivers, two running backs, one quarterback, however the league sets it up. So you can have a certain number of players in, in different positions. Exactly. So once you kind of field those players, there's usually a flex position, uh-huh. which again, depending on which league you're in, it could be any combination. It could be a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, a quarterback that you get to also throw into the mix. Um, this is super important kind of because you get the opportunity to throw one extra player in there that spans across multiple uh, positions that could bring you in some big points that week. Right. So depending on, and we'll get to... Will we get to PPR and non-PPR? Are we talking about that? We weren't really talking about it, but we can. Um, well, maybe we leave it, but just depending on the types of the type of league you're in and how you earn points, whether it's with, you know, your your running back is more valuable, or if it's your wide receiver, or however, it's depending on the league that you're in, you can switch someone in who's most valuable there, right? Exactly, exactly. So it kind of looks back at like the depth chart and some of those other things that we're talking about that you actually, it's almost like a freebie, I feel like in a good way. Like if you have to start a quarterback and you have one quarterback Mm -hmm. on your roster, you kind of know what you're doing. Once you get to your flex, depending on who else is on your bench, you kind of have a really important decision to make there. Like 
who's going to be a bust that week or who's right. on by that week or who's going to like break out, not bust through, break out <laughs> that week. Um, so the flex is a really interesting um, spot. It's super fun because it can be filled, like I said, by a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end. And even in some leagues, like one that I'm in, you can actually even play a second quarterback. So yeah. lots of extra points can be kind of thrown in the mix there, um, you know, for uh, for a week over week. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, another important thing we're going to talk about streaming. Okay. Very commonly used word these days. Everybody streams everything. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to fantasy football, this is using the waiver wire or the free agency roster to fill a spot on your week each week. Okay. So, okay. So this is sort of a situation which most people use for like a, a defensive player or their like defensive team um, where each week rolling, depending on a matchup, there's more upside to a player. Oh. Right? So, like, for example, you have Dak Prescott. You're not going to stream your quarterback week over week. You're going to play Dak Prescott. Yes. Right? A defense, for example. Oh, I've been trying to stream my defense, and little did I know. I didn't even know it was called streaming. Well, you're doing it. I have you're the doing Eagles it. defense who have tanked the last two weeks, and Ooh. I've been trying to stream them out to someone else <laughs> you kind of are yeah exactly so it's like it's 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 more used like i said in a in a defense a defensive player even like a kicker yeah roster spot because that's really so dependent upon who the matchup is that week are they home or away again yeah. all the other things we talked about like are there injuries who are they playing against then and those numbers really change like most defenses are not necessarily consistent every single week right well then again nobody's consistent every single week but sure Defense in particular, you could always look at who their matchup is. And honestly, I do it all the time. You kind of look at that matchup for the week yeah. and you say, well, the defense I have, like they did good last week, but they're facing someone awesome this week. So maybe not as much upside. Huh. For example, I picked up the Bucks this week because, you know, Eli Manning gone, uh-huh. new quarterback in. Honestly, the Giants don't look that good. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Tampa Bay's great, but to me, I was like, okay, I got this. I got one defense. Let me get rid of them. And, you know, maybe there's some more upside on the Buck side. Eh, well, let's see what Stardom Sidham says. Huh? Oh, there <laughs> she is. Stardom Sidham defense, week three. It seems that NFL Stardom Sidham would agree with you ah. that the Bucks D against the Giants is indeed a sleeper. There you go. We'll see how it shakes out for you. We'll update you next week. I wish week. you nothing but the best, except not this week streaming, as my opponent. Streaming is fun. <laughs> streaming is fun. Keeps it interesting week over week. Cool. And then last but very much not least, and I, I learned actually a little bit more about this in particular this week, is the waiver order. So the waiver order by definition is the order in which your league's free agent waivers are processed. Okay. Meaning if you want to drop someone and pick someone new up, depending on how your league is set up, yes. it doesn't mean you're going to get that player because depending on your waiver position, uh, someone before you that also wants that player that's listed higher in the waiver order might actually get that person. So do you know, or is this league specific, how your waiver order is set up? League specific. Okay. And it's often based on your draft position. Yes. So if you have got a high draft pick, you know, you, tra- you drafted in like the top three or so, your waiver order is going to be pretty low because okay. it's assuming that you probably got some really great players. Huh. Right? You got some yeah. great players in your draft. And so maybe people that drafted a little bit lower. Oh, like, like me, last in the dead last in the draft 
for our league. Exactly. So I started to get kind of, you know, because I, I, I tend to make a lot of waiver moves. I get very antsy. And today I was looking at streaming a defense. And when I went on there, I realized my waiver, I was, I'm number three, which is really good. So it's kind of hmm. like I should wait until I really, really need to pick somebody up. Oh, I see. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you want to wait and see kind of, you know, where, what if, what if my starting quarterback gets injured? Then I'm kind of like screwed and I really need to pick someone up off the waiver and I want to make sure I get that person. Oh. The, 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 the number three actually works in my favor to so, make sure nobody else kind of goes in and does the same thing I'm trying to do. Oh, uh, So does your waiver order change week over week? If you make moves. I see. If moves are made, things, things can change. Again, varies league per league. I play in one league where you can just kind of, it's rolling. You can go whenever. Yeah. There's other ones where there is like that weight against you, for you or against you. Yes. In the waiver order. So if you and I were going to pick up the same person this week and you're number one on the waiver and I'm number three, you're going to get that person before me. That is interesting. I, I learned that. that. I learned that this week. And again, it varies per league. So it's not, I'm not saying this is the same everywhere, but it's something that often you're not necessarily paying attention to. No. And when you're talking about, you know, injuries or streaming players or, you know, making some some roster moves, you want to be careful because if you're in a situation where you really are desperate to get somebody and you're you've made all 12. these other exactly, and you've made all these other moves, and now you're like, oh shit, I if I don't have this player, I'm screwed. And now you're at the bottom of the waiver order. You may not get that player. Who knew? I I legitimately did not know that. Although I've seen a number of memes because it's like it's meme season for the it's NFL. It's always meme season. It is always meme season. We live in the golden age of memes. But I saw something the other day that was about waiver order and like I don't remember what the meme was. But pay attention. I didn't realize it was that important. Pay attention. Waiver order, bye week. Like it's th- those are things that come like kind of like secondary and tertiary when you're just thinking about who and the projection and how many points and whatever you got to kind of remember some of those other things too well thank you for being our fantasy guru anytime i even learned some stuff as we were going through this i mean we are forever indebted to you and can't wait to whoop you this week hate you (laughs) we talked about a lot today i can't believe it's over it's okay i was having so much fun we'll just have to bring this much energy to the next you know we got very excited about first and inaugural numero uno we're just gonna have to bring this energy to the next one i know we're gonna have to keep this this like sunday football energy high every single week we can we can i know well it was a really fun time thank you guys for listening I think that's all we have for him today, Michelle. That's all we got. I hope we taught you something or there was something of interest to you uh, on today's show. And uh, we'll certainly be back next week with some more helpful tidbits and headlines in the sports world. If you're looking to follow along, we are dropping every Friday a new weekly episode. They'll be up hopefully by 9 a.m. This week was a test run. We'll get it up by noon. But... Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. You can follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow us on Instagram at The Draft Queens. If there are things you want to hear and topics you want to cover, please slide into the DMs. I knew you were going to say that. And I was going to want to say it because I hate that term so much. But like, do it. Fine. Slide into the DMs. It's the way you have to reach us. Fine. So our content is top notch, by the way. So. On our Def- Instagram? Definitely follow us. Follow us on Instagram at the Draft Queens or also on our Twitter. If you're more of a Twitter bird, you can find us at the underscore Draft Queens. Love that underscore. Yeah. So find us there. Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. and subscribe to us on Spotify. Kate would normally say tighten up right now, but I don't really think she should do that.
Tighten up, baby. Tighten up.